If you or someone you know is experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, call 988. 988 provides free, confidential, compassionate support 24-7 in your phone's local area code. You are not alone in crisis. There is hope. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. No, you're kidding. right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Every one of the predators I've caught was intensely, eagerly, aggressively looking to rape a child. I have no doubt about that. But every once in a while, one of these guys stands out because of his ability to groom to exploit what he thinks is a vulnerable teen. Find the weakness. Advertise the fact that you can strengthen the target. Make them feel better about themselves. Create some sort of common bond. And that is exactly what Thomas Dell Campbell did in Fort Myers, Florida. This was back in 2006, spring of 2006. We had a big house in Fort Myers. You may remember the Fort Myers Police Department collaborated with us. And many characters showed up in this particular investigation. Marvin, you're naked. So many others. I don't want this cookie. I was just on my way to the beach. And then there is Campbell. Campbell was 61 at the time and one of the oldest predators I've caught. But I would argue that he's also one of the most dangerous. He wasn't dangerous from a physically intimidating standpoint. He was a small guy, frail almost. He even had an episode, an asthmatic episode during my interview. And I'll get into that in a moment because that presented a whole other list of challenges, obviously, as you can imagine. So Thomas is in a chat room and he approaches Tony, who he thinks is 14 years old. Tony is actually a 
decoy for perverted justice, the online watchdog group with which we were working on this and so many other cases over the years. And the chat goes on for a couple of weeks. And what strikes me, and I'll get into this specifically in a moment, what strikes me about Thomas is, first of all, he says he's in his 40s in the chat, that he's not some old creepy guy trying to hit on kids for sex. Well, that's exactly what he was doing. And that's exactly who he was. He tries to use the fact that he's gay to help teach a 14-year-old or someone he thinks is 14 that it's okay to be gay. And of course it is. But the way we teach kids that is not by telling them how good you are at oral sex and how you've never had a dissatisfied sexual partner and you know, how you suck and this and that. And it gets pretty graphic. And again, I'll get into that in a minute. But he starts like he's going to be this mentor, this gay uncle who's going to help young Tony deal with the fact that he's gay and the fact that maybe his parents aren't crazy about it. His parents don't know. He's lonely. It's hard for him to find friends, romantic interest, all that, that you would expect a teenager to be dealing with, whether he's gay or straight. So the transcript is especially enlightening. Hi. Hi, says the 14-year-old. 14 male Fort Myers area here. You? Right away. I mean, not even eh, seconds after high, high, the decoy identifies himself as being 14 male Fort Myers. Right? Hard to miss. He doesn't acknowledge it right away. JLH3120, Thomas Del Campbell, says, how are you doing tonight? Doesn't even bat an eye at the age. Good, and you? Not bad. What are you looking for? He's 14. What should he be looking for? The decoy jokes, looking for AOL to stop crashing on me, LOL. They playing games, huh, he says. That's Campbell. Yeah, I've had to restart three times now. Four times a charm, though, right? Right? Who knows, says Campbell. They're good about that. Yeah. And there's more talk about AOL and a few other innocent comments about the monthly fee. And then Campbell jumps right in, says his name is John. Lying about his name, lying about his age. Nice to meet you, Tony. Didn't know if you were looking to meet a guy tonight. He's 14. Good to meet you, says the 14-year-old Tony. Thanks. And then the boy says, well, it sucks. I can't drive yet for two years, and my grandma and mom ain't leaving till next weekend. LOL. What do you like to do with guys? He doesn't even comment on the fact that he can't drive yet. He's 14. He jumps right in. What do you like to do with guys? He wants a sexual relationship with a child. What have you done? I haven't been gay for very long, he says. LOL. Plus, I don't want to be outed at school. Or kids will make fun of me. I jacked off with a guy. And we kissed, too. I understand, says Thomas Del Campbell. Then he jumps right into it. I love to suck a young man, deep throat, and drain him dry. Jesus. Decoy says, cool. Is that like your favorite to do? 
Yep, and from what most say, it's the best they've had, says Thomas Campbell. Oh, wow, says the decoy. That's a compliment. I take it as one, he says. The real compliment is when they keep coming back for more. The boy says, LOL, true. Anyone can say stuff, but actions speak loud, he says. Would be glad to let you form your own opinion, says Thomas Del Campbell, claiming to be in his 40s, but really 61. Then he asks the boy where he lives. Campbell's close by. It doesn't take him long to get over there. You'll hear about that shortly. He's trying to pin down where the kid lives, which is pretty standard for this type of predator. And here he specifically lies about his age. I'm in my 40s, but guarantee you that I'm not some old guy wanting to perv a younger boy. <laughs> yeah, right. I just enjoy being with younger ones, and they seem to enjoy me, so there's nothing to worry about as far as I'm concerned so long as you're okay with it. It sounds like MAPS or one of those groups trying to argue it's okay for an adult to rape a child. He's trying to normalize this for his own sexual gratification. Decoy says, my grandma says you're only as old as you drive, lol. I'm always amazed at the cleverness of the decoys, perverted justice. They really do a great job of sounding like a child. Tetrid core decoys were great as well. Some of them also work for perverted justice. And the police agencies, law enforcement agencies with which we work now, also very, very good at this. I often wonder how good I'd be at actually doing the decoy work. Maybe I'll try it sometime with somebody more experienced looking over my shoulder. I've read enough transcripts, that's for sure. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. This episode of Predators I've Caught is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com. Even though the pandemic and the stresses related to it uh, are starting to pass in most parts of the country, stress is still a part of our everyday life. And one of the options you have, and it's a good one, and I've talked to many people who've used this option, is online therapy. BetterHelp.com has therapists who are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. It makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, accessible anywhere, and 100% online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hanson. Back to this story. Campbell says, there are lots of older guys who don't have good intentions when they get with a younger one. I'm not that way. What? Not that way? You just told the boy that you'd deep throat him. When will you be free so we could meet? He asks. 
I want you to feel comfortable about and with me before we meet and look forward to getting together. So the chat ends and they go to a series of emails back and forth. Didn't see you online at all yesterday. Was hoping to. Hope you're having a nice Easter. Yeah, and you're the Easter Bunny, I suppose. Thanks again for the pick. I do look forward to meeting you soon. He's not letting go. Classic grooming. It's active. It's aggressive. It's illegal. It's criminal and predatory. And it becomes a little bit desperate. We seem to keep missing each other online. Do you still want to meet this weekend? How does around 3 on Saturday afternoon look to you? Let me know. Talk to you soon. And then something happens that almost prevents Campbell from showing up at our sting house. When the decoy, posing as 14-year-old Tony, gives him the phone number, he writes down the wrong number. And so he tries to call Tony, but obviously with the wrong number, he can't get through to the perverted justice decoy. And we think, and perverted justice thinks, that the guy's not coming. Maybe he was just getting off by having this conversation with somebody he thought was 14. Maybe he developed some sort of a conscience, but he wasn't coming. Then there's more contact. And this comes after, you know, him again expressing his excitement for meeting the boy. In an email, he says, Tony... Well, our time seems to be getting near. I'm so much looking forward to getting together. You'll probably find me the most unusual adult you've ever come in contact with. Well, I found him one of the most unusual adults I've ever come in contact with. You're about to meet him as well. I do have a way with young men as they do with me. Feel free to talk about any topic you wish. I'm completely open and honest and will help you however I can. Yeah, that's some help you've got there, son. Please send me an email and let me know what you're curious about. Wow. He wants the boy to list everything that he may or may not want to do. What you'd like to talk about and what you'd like to do. Then obviously your phone number. This is how that gets all messed up. Or address. If it's the address, let me know what major intersections you're near. I've been in the Fort Myers area three years, but some of the side streets are unfamiliar. I pretty much know the major streets. So any help will be appreciated. Talk to you later, John. John is actually Thomas Del Campbell, as we've discussed. Now you tell me, did that little missive from Thomas Campbell sound like it was his first time talking to a teenage boy? Or does it sound to you like he's done this over and over and over again? I think there is little doubt he's done this before. So the mishap over the phone call takes place, but they figure it out. And they make a date. Yeah, I think it's cool, says the decoy, so you'll make it at like one or two. Will you be up awake by then? 11-12 may be able to come over right after I call. Yeah, I'll be up. Sounds good. I'll let you know when I call. Obviously, I don't want to be there when they come home, meaning the parents who are supposed to go to Las Vegas. Well, they shouldn't be home till afternoon. I know this for sure. Any idea when they get in? Afternoon means anytime after 12 noon. He's very cautious now. And if he's got such good intentions, why is he so worried about the parents being there? Creep predator. 
like four or five later. Okay, you might want to check the airlines and see what time the flight from Vegas gets here, just to be sure. He doesn't want to get caught. Well, I got a little something for Thomas Del Campbell because he's going to walk into our house and he's going to get caught. Campbell drives over to the Stinghouse and he timidly comes in the door. We've got a side mudroom kitchen sort of entrance where we're meeting people. They have to park, walk up the driveway, make a right behind the house. There's also a guest house in the backyard. That's where the Fort Myers police were all set up. And come in, open the screen door, and then walk in. And they've got to cut through the kitchen into this family room area where we've got a table set up. And then across the family room, I'm in a like a sunroom type area where all the guys are with the monitors and the screens and and, uh, Ron Knight is there with me. This is the famous room where Marvin, you're naked, pulls the door open and I greet him and not the girl he thought it was going to be. So Thomas Campbell does essentially the same thing, but he's really, really scared. In fact, I think, and I'm going to play you the sound here. I think at the time, Looking back, and as I was watching the videos again last night, I I think at the time I thought he was going to bolt. He looked skittish. He looked nervous. He looked like maybe he wasn't going to go through with it. But take a listen. Well, he's a lot older than 40. That's like 60. Bottom step in the laundry room. Closing the laundry room door. I'll be right up, bro. I just got finished getting changed, all right? This is Dell, who's acting as the boy. Huh? I got fish getting changed. Come in and chill at the counter. I made some chocolate chip cookies. Come right here. We got here fish we go. getting changed. I'll be right room. there. Just hang out at the table for a second, okay? Totally nervous. You can call him back, Dale. Tell him to sit down. He's checking things. Where are you at? Just standing here. Oh, I'm over here. You're look- are you looking up the stairs? My bedroom's downstairs, man. No. Where are you at? I'm right here. I just got fish oh. getting changed. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't mean to confuse you. Where are you at? He's got a striped shirt on and some slacks. And once he gets a fix on where he thinks 14-year-old Tony is, he starts heading, much like Marvin, your naked did, towards the door. And he's moving fast. Moving pretty quick there. Why don't you have a seat right over there? Okay. At the stool. Where were you headed there? Huh? Where were you headed just Just talk with him. Just talk with who? Tony? Tony. And how old is Tony? About 14. 14. And how old are you? I'm 49. 49. Uh-huh. And that's the first lie. Actually, it's the second lie because he says that he was just going to talk to Tony, who's 14. And we know from the transcript that there was a lot more he had in mind than just talk. Mr. King of the Oral Sex Capades. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. So he sits down now and he says, you heard it, that he's 49, which he's not. And I know he's 61. And if you listen closely to this next clip, his breathing becomes labored. What's the problem here? You don't see a problem here. No, because we were just going to be talking today. You're just going to be talking. Yeah. 
All right, why don't we start with your name? John. Tom. What is it? Tom. Tom. And what's your last name, Tom? Campbell. Campbell. And, and how old are you? I'm 61. You're 61. So you're not in your 40s? Like no. Now, that's the first truthful thing he's said since he's had a seat with me. And he admits his real age. I just want you to calm down. You want some water or something? Or? No, just take a minute. Now, obviously, this is a bad guy, a predator. And there's no doubt in my mind and ultimately in the minds of the people in the criminal justice system that Thomas Campbell is going to rape a child. But we don't want anybody having a seizure in the Stinghouse. We don't want anybody dying. We're not the judge, the jury. And you don't want anybody to have a physical problem. So I ask him if he needs some water, if he needs anything at all. Because I do want to continue the interview. I mean, that's the goal of this, obviously. And then he says no to the water, but he reaches back and he grabs an inhaler. He shakes the inhaler, puts it to his mouth, takes a hit. His breathing settles down and he takes another hit. Do you have asthma? Asthma and emphysema. I had a quintuple heart bypass. Heart bypass. Asthma, emphysema, and he had a quintuple heart bypass. Didn't seem to slow him down at all. He apparently had enough energy to perform all these sex acts and make his way over to meet 14-year-old Tony. You still smoke? Some, some. It's hard to get rid of. Yeah. And he still smokes, he says. I have a lot of friends, and they are very uncomfortable about when they talk about being gay or they're not sure they're gay, and that was mainly the, the situation. I was in that same boat. But while he's come clean about his age, his name, he is still trying to make it sound like he was just a good guy from the gay community who was going to help a young gay man short out his life. Thomas was once married, has a couple of kids, actually, both grown. I was married. I have kids. And they're grown now. And all I was going to do was arrange to meet him, talk with him, because he, had, he said he had some problems. And how were you going to coach him? Mainly, if nothing else, to help him see that it's not really the shameful situation that it was when, when I was younger. Of course, it's not a shameful thing to be gay. We know that. We know it now. We knew it back in 2006 when we had this conversation with Thomas Campbell. This is just a way for him to deflect, to justify, to sanitize the acts that he had intended. And again, you be the judge, but it's my take that he has done this before. So you were here to mentor this boy? If I could, yeah. If I could, you know, I, I don't mind helping. And did that mentoring process include having sex with him? Oh, no. But that's not how the conversation went on the internet, is it? I don't know. Now, he's got his hands over his head, you know, like he's relaxing, kicked back, because he truly thinks that he's going to explain his way out of this. Now, he doesn't give any indication that he knows who I am or whether or not he's figured out this is uh, a situation that's going to result in his arrest. 
He's not apologized to me as if he thought I was the dad. Maybe he didn't even get that far into the thought process. He's just trying to get his way out of this very difficult situation. So now, after giving him a chance to spin this ugly situation, I confront him with specific quotes, the ones I read to you earlier in this podcast from the chat. You say, I love to suck a young man. Okay. Do you recall that? I, I believe so. This was... You believe so? Well, I have the whole transcript here. A few so. days ago. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and from what most say, it's the best they've had. The real compliment is when they keep coming back for more. You'd absolutely love it. I'm in my 40s, but guarantee that I'm not some old guy wanting to perv a young boy. I just enjoy being with younger ones, and they seem to enjoy me, so there's nothing to worry about as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're okay with it. Well, the reality is, is that you are older. Mm -hmm. And what's going on here seems pretty pervy, doesn't it? It does. Now, I have no sympathy. I don't want him to have another asthmatic episode, but I have no sympathy for this man whatsoever. So as long as he's not passing out or unable to breathe, I'm going to go hard here. And that's exactly what I did. So you were just being open and honest about who you were, what you were. I think so. How come you said your name was John and that you were in your 40s when you're really Tom and 61 years old? Okay, now here comes the excuse I've heard over and over again. It's the internet. People do this all the time, or we do it so people will still talk to us. You did it because you wanted to have sex with a 14-year-old boy. That's why you did it, Tom. Many, many people, when you're on the internet, won't talk to anybody if they're in their 50s. Yeah, but that, that runs against what you told me just a few moments ago. If you're mm-hmm. going to be so honest and so mentoring, why not say, hey, look... I'm a guy, I'm 61, I had a real tough time dealing with uh, being gay years ago, and, and let me help you to develop, to okay. be a good good guy. You, know, you didn't say that. No, you know, and you're- What you said was, I'm in my 40s, I have a different name, and I want to meet you. And, and you're probably right, but also- under- I'm not probably right, I am right. I'm still extremely nervous, and the only reason I'm extremely nervous is I have no idea who you are. And this is the part where he claims he's nervous because he doesn't know who I am. You heard him say it. So now he's going to find out. You don't have any idea who I am? No. Would you like to know who I am? Yes. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Uh-huh. And we're doing a story on adults who meet teens on the internet. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything else you'd like to say to me about why you're here today, I'd like to hear it. If not, clearly you're free to walk out that door. You know what we have here? You can just walk out the same door you came in. Okay. Remember, Campbell has no idea he's being recorded, video or audio, up until the point I announce who I am, and that's when the TV cameras and the boom mics come out. This is bad, obviously, for Thomas Dell Campbell, as it should be. But he thinks right now, in this split second, that, okay, maybe I'm going to be on TV Maybe there's going to be a shot of me walking out of this house because I was here to rape a child, but, you know, I'm going to be able to get in my car and drive away. 
That's what I thought he was thinking. I think that he, based upon his body language, okay, and he's going to get the heck out of there, scared to death, got his inhaler right there in case he needs it. Mr. They always come back because they're satisfied. Is just going to get in his car and drive away. But that's not what happens, obviously. He's arrested by the Fort Myers Police Department. He leaves. Stop right there. Okay. Like the other. I'm right here. Right here. Immediately arrested. Taken into custody and processed by the Fort Myers Police. He offers no resistance. Obviously, he's not physically intimidating in any way. Says, I'm right here. I'm right here. They go through his pockets put the handcuffs on. So we're just going to remove these handcuffs and put a different set on you, okay? Do you want to go to the hospital? Do you want to get checked out by a physician? The police ask him if he wants to go to the hospital get checked out. He says no. He's arrested. Now, Campbell ultimately pleaded no contest to charges related to using the computer to commit a crime, soliciting a minor, lewd and illicit behavior that he intended. He gets nine months in jail, which he serves, three years probation, which he served, and he had to register as a sex offender for life. Now, as far as we can tell, and we look pretty deep into it, he stayed pretty much around the Cape Coral, Fort Myers area after he got out of jail. And I wanted to talk to Thomas Dell Campbell about all of this, but upon further research, we learned that he died in April of 2016 at 71 years old. And the only information we have uh, is that he died of a lengthy illness. I suppose it had to do with his heart issues, his emphysema, his asthma, and his smoking. As you know, not only do I like to hear from the predators I've caught, I like to hear from you. And this week's question is something a little bit out of the ordinary. I'm going to read the question first. I'll explain why I included this in the podcast and why I think it's kind of kind of funny. I don't mean funny like bad. I mean funny like, you know, kind of neat. This question comes from Nathan Starkey. The subject is random inquiry. And the email goes like this. Hey, Chris, I apologize for how odd this is, but it's been bothering me all day and only an answer directly from you will put my mind at rest on the issue. Here it comes. Were you by any chance at a Starbucks this morning, 1115 between 940 and 10 on Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio? I was waiting for my coffee and saw a man who I thought to be you, but was too nervous to ask. I also thought it'd be rude to approach you as you seem to be in a hurry. (laughs) I was. It's been bothering me all day, and I've been kicking myself for not getting a photo with you, or who I thought to be you anyway, parenthetically. I've been telling my friends and family that I saw Chris Hansen at Starbucks before class. I'm a law student here in Cleveland. Anyway, if you can verify that I'm not crazy and, in fact, did see you, it would mean a lot. I'd also have proof for my friends and family that don't believe me. I love your work. Keep fighting the good fight. Cheers, Nathan. Well, Nathan, this is about as good as proof as you're going to get. That was me in Starbucks 
in downtown Cleveland on that day at that time, getting what I always get, a grande red eye, black coffee with an extra shot of espresso. We have a studio here in Cleveland for our new crime streaming network, True Blue. So I'm here frequently. In fact, sometimes I do the podcast here, and that's what I'm doing at this very moment. When I saw you, it was yesterday. But thanks for the email. Thanks for paying attention. And please know that I am frequently in Cleveland, at least a few days out of the week, two or three weeks out of the month. We have a studio here, as I mentioned, and it's right next to Cleveland State University's studios and all the theaters here in downtown Cleveland. I like Cleveland, and I like the Starbucks here. They're nice people. They always get my order right. So the next time you see me, come on by. We'll take a photo, and you can have double proof that you met me in a Starbucks. Thanks for checking out this latest episode of Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. You can find me at Official Chris Hansen on Instagram, at Chris Hansen, Twitter, all over Facebook, Cameo as the holidays approach. And on True Blue, my new crime streaming network where all the new predator investigations are going to be available starting on Thanksgiving Day. Details at watchtrueblue.com, T-R-U-B-L-U. And as always, you can find me, like Nathan did, at chris at predatorpodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.